listening to the How Do We Get Here podcast. I am Morris in Ann Arbor, Michigan, with Chad in Las Vegas. Chad and Chad and Gilfie in Las Vegas. What's going on, Chad and Gilfie? Nah, we're just hanging out. <laughs> um. So before we get into the the continuation of the crazy Japanese neighbor episode, yeah. real this time, um, I have an important question to ask you. Uh, all right, I'm ready for it. Gilfie is too. Do you hear Laurel or Yanny? I I didn't listen to that thing. One thing I think I heard crazy, I heard Laurel. I like refuse to participate. I liked the fallout of it, like how everyone just made other jokes from it. Yeah, I like that someone figured out like why they hear differently. Yeah. So that we can like, so, like never do this again, you idiot. Well, we already did do this once before with that blue dress. Well, did someone figure out someone did someone explain the science of that one? I think it's just the way your eyes are. Because I, I saw I think me and Melissa saw two different dress, two different colors. Oh, really? Yeah. I can't remember what I saw, but I saw yeah. it the right way, obviously, because <laughs> it's what I saw. The thing with the, the, the Laurel and the Yenny thing is like. I think there is a, like, if you're younger, you can hear different, like, frequencies. And as you get older, your ear loses the ability to. But I don't know if that relates to this or not. Yeah, I have such bad hearing anyway, so maybe I wouldn't hear anything. <laughs> there is a good one. There was this joke where, like, someone wrote down, do you hear John or do you hear James? And then, like, when you hit play, all it was was a guy saying, penis. Penis. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that sounds like your humor. That sounds like all yeah. of our humors, actually. Yeah. That was really funny. I laughed. I, I literally LOL'd on that. <laughs> it gotcha. Yeah. You're like, oh, you got me good. Like, the whole, like, initial thing is stupid to me, but I always like the fallout from it. Right. Yeah, that people get, um, people get more creative. Like, uh, the, by the age of 35, you should have. Have you been reading all those? No, what is that? Someone, it, it was like a financial advisor was like, you should have X amount of money saved or something. And people were like, that's insane. And so then it, people were listing like what you actually have by the time you're 25 oh, or 35. I'll have, to look, I'll have to look that up. I'll read one for you. I also like that someone took, someone wrote Laurel. And they wrote it in such a way that, like, you could it could actually go both ways. I thought that was really creative. Oh, that's clever. So the actual thing is, by thirty five, you should have twice your salary saved. The age of thirty five. Yeah. Um, saved like in total or like in retirement money. Uh, I think that is for like for retirement. You should have that saved. Okay. I think, yeah, I guess. I guess I kind of had that. Maybe. I mean, I guess my my salary is zero, so I totally have twice that. <laughs> You're set. You're set for, uh... Yeah. Yeah. Do you have that? No. <laughs> you gotta get on that. Well, um... Yeah, maybe I'll just keep going down and pay, and then I'll be set. You should I, stop. You should stop buying your expensive 
uh, your expensive drinks and start drinking some PBR. Well, when I buy my drinks from Costco, I'm getting such a good deal. The the PBR deal that I showed you definitely was not Costco. That was just like regular run-of-the-mill grocery store PBR. Yeah. Wait, how much was it? Or it was like buy one, get 7,000 free. No, it was buy a case of it for 18, like buy a case of 18 cans for $11. And then there was a, a rebate on it for save $8. So it came out to $3. <laughs> Still not worth it. I don't think it gets any cheaper than that. Um, no, I don't think so. You can't even get a beer for $3. I don't think you can get water for $3. Yeah. Speaking of, I need to like break into the second beer now. Ooh, I'm going crazy. Um, this is the buy thirty-five that I like, the joke one. By thirty-five, you should have at least one fork in your cutlery drawer that you just don't like and actively frown at if you accidentally grab it. Because I definitely, we definitely have that fork. I think when after we got married, someone gave us a crate and barrel gift card. Mm -hmm. that we just sat on for years and like i guess not really years since we've only been married for four years but it took us a couple of years to use it because we were like well we're, we're never gonna buy anything permanent right now that's gonna require us going to crate and barrel until one day i like look through like all of our different forks and like cutlery and stuff and i was like let's just throw all of this away and buy like a set that like matches you're crazy well, like, so I only had, like, a crazy, like, a single set from, like, Target or something, and it was, like, really cheap. And Melissa had, like, stuff from, like, undergrad where she, like, had forks that she stole from, like, right. the dining hall. And, like, we were like, all right, let's just throw all of this away and, like, get one single set. And we did. And so now everything matches. That's amazing. Uh, we uh, we walked through Ikea and that's one of our uh, dream situations is to be able to afford uh no this is why you get this is why you get married so you get the gift cards right <laughs> we're going to get married and just uh have donations to our student loan debt just just sign up for a wedding registry and then never get married yeah we've talked about it what would you guys <laughs> give us if we did that it depends on what your registry is too. There's a there's a set of that's like matte black, like cutlery set at IKEA. That's what we want. <laughs> we would get you two sets. How's what the hell are we gonna do with two sets? I don't know. We got two sets because one set is only like a set of four, and then if you ever decide to have people over, you need more. Yeah, people aren't allowed here, except for PodCon. <laughs> PodCon 2018. We'll need three forks at a time. Also, what is what what do matte black forks look like? What is they're that? Beautiful. Um, so they're not like shiny, but they're black. So they're like matte black. <laughs> you know the word matte, M A T T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's dull. Yeah, yeah. Not shiny. That's interesting. Also, very expensive for IKEA. I'm surprised. Seventy dollars. Oh, you found them. Yeah, we were, we were like, it's IKEA. Let's just buy it. And then we saw the price, and we we're like, uh. Um, th this set is like, oh, basically what we paid for at the Crate and Barrel. I feel, which I feel like, 
IKEA should not be charging this much. Is there super special? Oh wait, no, never mind. This is Bed Bath and Beyond. I don't know why IKEA. Uh, but the uh, thing was expensive. So uh, yeah, it's fifty nine ninety nine. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, everything else you can get like twenty salad forks for five dollars, <laughs> but this set is sixty. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's beautiful. Put it in chat for you so you don't have to find it. Yeah, I just saw it. Um, so, anyways, uh, so hopefully we have our sound figured out for this week. Yeah, I haven't actually listened to last week to see how bad it is. I'm too scared. The two people that I've gotten feedback from, no one even brought it up. So maybe oh. it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Okay. But now I they're going to hear you complain about it and. Well, I put a disclaimer before the episode oh, yeah. just in case like people like just stopped listening. That's funny. Yeah. Cuz it does, we like fixed it 45 minutes into it. Yeah, by screwing up. Yeah. Well, it's good we spent all this money to make sure that we sounded professional and you went screwed it up. Um Oh, by the way, mm-hmm. speaking of stupid internet things, like you don't like you don't like Reddit, right? I no, I don't spend time on Reddit. If someone sends me a link to Reddit, I'll click it. But so, I found a subreddit the other day, and the subreddit was called "Children Falling," and it was really funny. Yes, literally. Was that not the one you sent me? I don't think so. That oh. I just learned about this one. Okay. This is this was literally just gifts of little kids falling. Yeah, that's all I care about in the world, so I need that. There's one where this little girl is carrying a tray of pizza, and she totally eats it. Send me the link. I need it. Everybody go to this link. That's a, that's a surefire way to get me to respond to you, like, in a chat. It's to send me gifts of uh, little kids eating it. So you don't want children falling. You want children falling over. Oh. And also, what I think is funny is that they have a reminder post to be like, only submit gifts of kids falling and not like of adults falling. <laughs> yeah, it's not funny when it's an adult, really. It's a whole different. Like some of these are like kind of stupid, but there's a couple that are like really funny, like the little girl with the pizza. All right, I'll find the little girl with the pizza and enjoy that. It's good that we're talking about like... <laughs> Like images. You describe it. Describe. This is the section. Oh, that kid. Yeah, that was good. Here, you describe it. Like, um, oh, no, I was watching some other little kid. Here's my my problem. Like, tiny little kids, you expect them to fall. Right. Like, because they're not super coordinated. So it's way better when it's... Oh, yes. That is so good. She, like, pulls it... I. That looks like a fake oven, right. but... But it's a real pizza, right? Yeah, so she's pulling a pizza on, like, a pizza tray. It's all cut into pieces out of, like, a <laughs> fake-looking oven. And then she walks it and is about to set it on a counter. And then she trips. She only gets half of it on the counter, so it, like, flips up. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> so that it flips up, and she, like, really dramatically falls on the ground and pizzas everywhere what's crazy is that for some reason like little kids just randomly fall like at least ava will just as she's walking she just falls for no reason yeah but she's so young enough where it's not yeah uh, 
expected, I guess. I mean, she can run and she can like walk and do stuff fine. It just she just forgets that she's walking. <laughs> yeah, I it would still be funny, but when they're just learning to walk is when it's not as funny to me. We have this one funny like clip of Ava learning to crawl and she's like on she's like in the crawling position and she's like rocking back and forth like she's like ready to like really do it right. and all she does is face plants <laughs> <laughs> and then she looks up for a second and looks at like our reaction and then she just like makes the ugly cry face uh, what was your face don't they use your face to determine what they how should they, they should react yeah, I started laughing but I think it hurt her that she like fell face first. Oh, terrible father. Father of the year. Yeah. And sometimes like in the mornings when like we live in a building with an elevator and um, for some reason she like really wants to take the stairs sometimes, which takes like 20 times as long because she'll like okay. take one step at a time and then like she'll get distracted and like look around <laughs> and then she'll forget to like, she'll forget that she's going down the stairs and we'll like, just keep walking normally and like completely just fall. Nice. Yeah. Like down the stairs. No, she'll like, you know, like if you, you're about to take a step off the step or like a curb on the sidewalk yeah. and you're not expecting it. There's just like that moment of like shock. <laughs> and she just like, yeah. well, after like 40 steps, she'll do that again. That just made me think, do you remember the time in our apartment in Boston when I fell down those stairs? <laughs> no. <laughs> was i there it was uh i don't know if you were there we were like going out so we had drank which wasn't a thing we did like we didn't go out right so i don't know who it could have been but or it was like during christmas break or something um and i the stairs were like marble <laughs> Yeah, they were they were not soft. They were not soft and they were slippery as hell. I remember that they were slippery. So I slipped back backwards and hit my head on a step. Oh. Like pretty hardcore. Were you walking up or down the stairs? I was walking down. And then you hit the back of your head. Did you like get a concussion or anything or was it bleeding? I mean, maybe that's why I can't remember things. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I do remember those stairs were very slippery. It hurt very much. I was so angry about, like, you can't have marble stairs, people, especially in Boston where sh stuff is slippery all the time. Well, there's snow and rain. And... I have a feeling it wasn't marble because I feel like. Well, not real. That's. Yeah. It looked like marble, though. Okay. That's like the pattern. And it was not carpet. It definitely wasn't carpet because that definitely would be harder to clean. Yeah, I remember those stupid staircases because it was. There was no elevator, and I just remember going round and round, and we were, like, on the top floor. Penthouse. Penthouse suite. Yeah. That definitely was, like, that whole renting experience was ridiculous. Yeah, that was pretty brutal. Especially that guy, that real estate guy that we had, Lee. Do you remember him? No. <laughs> he had, like, I remember the first time we met him, he had on, like, sweatpants with, like, a very tight, like, I remember he was very jacked, and he had, like, a very tight polo shirt with his like muscles like <laughs> bulging out of his like sleeves okay and he like took us to that apartment and then what happened i think it was like me you and your friend ryan like evan wasn't there that time oh boy and then evan had found another real estate person for some reason and that person like took us to 
another apartment in that like complex or not complex, but like there was like six buildings in a row that belonged to the same management company. And that real estate agent was like, Oh, let me like take a look at this. Like this is an updated unit. And we were like, Oh yeah, we want this one. But then like Lee had called us and was like, what are you guys doing? Like you were working with me and he like got very like aggressive about like, why did you go to this other person? And he was like, you can't even rent that unit because it's for girls only, which just seems totally <laughs> illegal. But then we like ended up just renting that other unit. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. Maybe because I fell down the stairs and hit my head. <laughs> well, you weren't uh, there for the second one, I don't think. Yeah. Or maybe you were. Yeah, I think you were, actually. Yeah, I don't remember putting much thought into it. Just like, Well, we did it super late, even though we were super early. We did it in November for like the following September, which seems really early, except everything had already been gone because Boston College kids right. are stupid. That's just what you do then. And imagine imagine that, like, you don't know who you're going to be friends with in nine months' time. That's true. Right? Like, you might not even be going to Boston College anymore. Like, what? why would anyone do that so far in advance? No, I re- like, and... It's really expensive city in general, but they really ripped people off, like in Brighton and those areas. Yeah, because it's a bunch of college kids that don't that don't know any better. Because we had to pay like such a huge deposit. Yeah, plus we had to pay the real ter- right. like the realtor fee, which that's just how it is in Boston. Apparently, like you can't get a place on your own. Maybe not. Well, they like the real the landlords wouldn't deal yeah. with you, and I just. I remember we paid like eighteen hundred a month, which now seems like a steal for three bedrooms, one and a half bathrooms. We had that bonus room too. <laughs> right, the sunroom. <sighs> the sunroom that we put yeah. a mattress in. Do you do you remember that room? I I remember the people that stayed in it for a while, yeah. Do you remember the mattress that we found? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I think one of the first few days that we were there, it, it was either you or Dan that I was with. And, like, the people moving out of the building had left, a like, a twin-size mattress, like, right in the lobby of the building. Yeah. And we were like, oh, cool, let's take this. <laughs> it's pretty. And this had, to have, this had to have been before the whole bed bug scare. We started the bed bug scare, maybe. Can you, I mean... That's just crazy to like take this random mattress that you know nothing about. Well, how did we get our couch and stuff? Wasn't that randomly picked up off the street? No, the couch belonged to that guy, Darren. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And RIP, Darren. Yes. Um, he's, <laughs> he is RIP. Um, Thanks for the couch. Do you remember that like whole thing of like going to pick it up and stuff? No, not at all. You were supposed to go. <laughs> Because it had to be picked up. I was supposed to go? Yeah, it was supposed to be me and you. And we had to take the train to Revere to go get it. Because Darren had the couch, plus he borrowed his parents' like van or something. <laughs> and then you... I couldn't find you when it was time to go. And then like Dan <laughs> popped up out of nowhere. So then Dan went. And then it turns out that you were just sleeping in your room. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. I did a lot of that. And then... Like at the end of the year, we just, I think we just chucked it. We like somehow got it out of the building and like we just threw, oh, we might have thrown no, it I over the, we threw it over the balcony. Yeah, we probably did that. And then we just threw it into the dumpster. And at some yeah. point, there was like half a couch hanging out of the dumpster. 
Yeah, that was a pretty gross couch, actually. Well, at some point, he did text me later on. He was like, hey, do you still want that couch? And I was like, uh, we don't have it anymore. <laughs> Oops. That's why he died, because you took his couch. Yeah, I don't was know why he thought that that couch was going to come back. I thought it was like a couch that he was just getting rid of. I feel like, why would you ever... It was held together by tape, so... I mean, it was like one of those like old couches, like black leather. Like the fake leather that just disintegrates. The worst part is, if you think about it, if we never got that couch, we probably would have never gotten it together to get a couch. Right. No, that's true. That living room was sparse. Yeah, we didn't try very hard. Um, we had that weird, like, spinny yellow chair in the corner. Yeah, you got that from somewhere, though, right? Really? Yeah. I remember sitting on it a lot, so. That was your seat. Yeah. <laughs> and you got, like, two folding TV trays. Oh, yeah. And then we had the folding table, the, like, plastic folding table. Yeah, that came from my parents' basement. They still have that. <laughs> <laughs> that was our dining room table. Yeah, for all that eating that we did. Yeah. Yeah, that was... Uh, and then, do you remember that TV? I don't remember the TV, no. I remember having a TV. The TV that... So, they the apartment had, like, that little indent in the wall, like, so that you could right. slot a TV into. Yeah. And it wasn't even, like, a flat-screen TV. It was, like, the TV that I watched as a four-year-old. It was a square. It was a giant big, box. Big, giant thing. That, like, you couldn't even put it on a table. And it was, like, so heavy. I don't know how we got it up, like, four flights of stairs. Yeah, man, all that stuff, that was a bitch, that, I'm sure. That, to... that TV was, like, 20 years old and probably weighed about 60 pounds and was probably no more than, like, 25 inches or 30 inches. Right. Yeah. I spent a uh, – we stayed there that summer in Boston. He ate a lot of tater tots and biscuits. Yeah, I stayed on that chair watching that TV quite a bit because I – had very few jobs do you remember that one job that we worked together oh that was a good job <laughs> if i would have been able to do that all summer i would have been set do you want to tell the people what that job was it was marketing we were doing some marketing <laughs> you could, you could um, call it marketing we were, we were doing some uh, on the street marketing for condoms we street teamers yeah street teamers uh, so we did. Uh, we handed out condoms at the gay pride events, which two thousand three. I think you had found it on Craigslist, and then you had told me, "Hey, do you want to do this thing on week on this weekend?" And I don't think you knew, or I didn't know. And then we were like, we just randomly went, and then we found out like when we got there, or I found out when we got there that it was like the gay pride event. Yeah, it was actually a lot of fun. <laughs> And I think you were a little uncomfortable, maybe? Um, I think, I mean, we were there for a, while, a few year, a few hours. Yeah. And But we definitely got hit on a lot. Well, we, oh, wait, it wasn't even condoms. You know what it was? Oh, it was little lubes. <laughs> little things of lube. <laughs> KY well, jelly. I, yeah. Yeah, and we had to wear those shirts. <laughs> I re actually I remember a guy got mad at us for not having condoms but like encouraging sex by handing out lube. Well that's true. Yeah. Thinking back and or not thinking back but at the time thinking like man like why cuz I remember like 
tossing a bunch of them after a while because I was like, why do we have to do this for so many hours? How about we take a bunch and then like going, we did get lunch somewhere for like a really long time. And then we just like followed up at the end to like get our $70 checks or whatever it was. It was so worth it. We got some exercise. We got to show spirit. Well, I think what was the craziest part, I, I ran into my brother there. I was going to just type that to you. Yeah. No, I, I remember seeing him and, and I like grabbed you and I was like, hey, we got to turn around. Yeah. And I, I remember that. And I was just like, uh, like, cause I already, I knew he was gay, but like, it wasn't something that we openly discussed. And right. I remember seeing him and I, I don't know if he ever saw me or not. Probably. He probably wasn't expecting me. I was probably more vig- vigilant of running into him than he was of me. Right. He wouldn't have thought you were there. So he wouldn't know to either like, that, be on the either that or, he, or he did see me and he was like, Oh man, Morris is gay too. Aw. <laughs> With this big, would have bonded over that. With though. this big Texas dude, <laughs> he was there with his big Texas dude at the time. No, I'm saying like if he saw me oh. with you, oh yeah, yeah, he would have been jealous. So good thing he didn't see you. And also, like I remember, like walking all the way to like Southie because that's just the way the parade went. Yeah, we were just like doing the opposite of the parade or something, like walking against the parade. I mean, I'm. <laughs> It's definitely like a story or an experience, but I totally would have been down with like, let's just go sit inside of a McDonald's for four hours or five hours. I was really into it. I remember running the guy that was running it. Like I remember running into him and being like, oh yeah, we need more lube. Like we had our messenger bags (laughs) that like just kept like getting refilled. Yeah. And then I remember going home with like a ton of it too. Then I, I don't think I ever used any of it. Nah. Good thing we had messengers bag back in the day, huh? That would have been tough with a messenger <laughs> bag. And I think like the T-shirt was like D U K Y or something like that. It was like that slogan. Did we have to give the T-shirts back? Because that's totally something I would have just worn. I think I think they asked for it, which seems really gross now that I think about it. Yeah. So all the listeners should share their best summer jobs from college times, or if you have crazy. We talked about jobs so much, and then how did we, we skip that? Drove us out of that. Yeah, how did we even get on that? Oh, I guess the junior year apartment. Yeah, just everything we did that summer—the summer where I didn't have any jobs, so I sat and ate tater tots. <laughs> I, uh, that TV was like the worst TV in the world. I'm trying to think. I watched something really specific because I was there all day. I think you watched a lot of Roseanne and a lot of talk shows. Well, Roseanne's a given. Because also we had like the really crappy, um, the really crappy cable. Like we didn't even have like, it was like a, a cable box from like the 80s. Right. Because I think that was the one, like I think Evan was in charge of like getting cable and he just got the cheapest one. Evan? <laughs> like it wasn't even, like it didn't have DVR, which I don't think, I don't know if it existed or not, but like HD wasn't an option. <laughs> like, right. the, I feel like DVR wasn't an option yeah and like the I, I remember the remote when you changed the channel it made that like very loud noise <laughs> like not the remote but like the like just the tv itself it would go like oh yeah just picture yeah like an olden time tv <laughs> the olden 80s i remember as a kid we had one of those like was it 
the one we had was like all surrounded by wood and stuff yes and it had giant speakers yep yeah and it was like all built in yep it was heavy as hell yeah there's a picture there's a picture of me when i'm like six standing in front of that television (laughs) i wonder if there's a picture of us when we're 21 standing in front of it i don't think there were many photos of that apartment no you know what i I don't know if I still have them, but I have photos of us, uh, or I had photos of us uh, decorating cookies. I don't remember that. <laughs> it was my my parents came out for Thanksgiving. I do remember that, but I don't remember cookies. Yeah. And they had us decorate cookies. I remember I went home, and then I came back. Oh, Thanksgiving was uh, when Evan and I stayed up all night to build the like shelf no that was me that was those random pieces oh, that you yeah that was the random pieces of wood that we had yeah was that christmas or was that thanksgiving it was one or the other that that sh- yeah, so i feel like it was thanksgiving at the same time as that shelf that we used to put the the router in the modem on yeah <laughs> and it housed nothing else yeah it was just random wood and we decided to why did we have the random wood? I think it was just left in the apartment when we moved in, and then we never moved it. Four months later, we uh, did something with it. Like, do you remember that, like, that foyer area? It was like such a big apartment. It was like, we did nothing with it. Yeah, the foyer had the foyer had nothing except for that shelf with the router and the modem. We like punched a hole in the wall to get the the plug into your room. right oh that we fixed by taping over right yeah we definitely got charged for that we actually we learned that from we were like moving in when they were still fixing it and we figured out that's how they did it was they just put like a little piece of masking tape over holes and then painted the masking tape yeah it's no different than like like toothpaste yeah right Oh, yeah, I guess not. But we were all kind of people that sat in our rooms. We didn't really, like, hang out in common areas a lot. All of our things were in our rooms, which is, like, so sad. If you – the size of that apartment, like, that foyer area, like, we didn't even keep anything in there except for that shelf. No. Like, all of our jackets and stuff, we just, like, brought it into (laughs) our rooms. And, like, the, the shoes, like, we just brought it into the rooms. Yep. Yeah, we weren't very uh, good at... It was still very much like college living. Yeah, totally. Yeah. All right, anyways, let's move Sorry, on. Sorry, I got distracted by something. <laughs> what? Um, so I'm leaving my job, and I turned, I turned on my other computer so I could watch the Cubs game while we're talking. <laughs> but... <laughs> My my email for my job was up, and I got an email from someone, and I was like, "Oh God, what is this?" And so I looked at it, and it's uh, he screenshotted all the things I said, like throughout the years. Wait, is this an employee or a super, or like a coworker or a supervisor? Yeah, a coworker. Okay, is it anything funny? Well, I mean, funny to me. Not funny to the listeners or me. I don't know. So we have like a. You can uh, edit this out if it's not funny. Um, so we have like a workflow which has all the jobs and then like notes to the jobs. And yes. I was notorious for like being really angry in the notes. <laughs> so not professional. But also apparently kind of funny. So you're just like snarky. 
give give us one give us one example all right this is the one i'm this site is very old piece of shit they need a new site (laughs) we're gonna spend hours making it look right on this new idiot's computer and it's going to be all for naught since this site is an old piece of shit no one ever said anything to you about like maybe toning it down uh i did yeah i did i got that because like if that ever got leaked out like you'd probably cost the company like tons of money i'm gonna send this to all our clients i i have screenshots of um all them calling our clients idiots so (laughs) i'm protected (laughs) all right oh that's pretty good now you can save that you should um print it out and frame it all right let's go to crazy japanese neighbor Let's recap what we talked about last week. Okay. What did we even talk about? You fill in the holes. I'll I'll try to do it from what I remember. So it was when you lived in East LA. Is that right? Um, Yes. Or West LA, actually. Or West LA in a really crappy apartment. And this Asian or Japanese old dude lived above you who's very frail. He, He wore you down into having conversations with him. Right. As you came to and from work. Yep. And eventually it devolved. Even though, oh, you were reluctant at first until he, like, finally tricked you into having dinner with him. Yeah, I don't like people in general, so. Yeah. And then he made you, he made you fried tofu skins. Yeah. Yep. And then he, st- at some point it devolved six months into that relationship. And then he started sending you crazy letters. Yeah, and my parents in Texas, crazy letters. Oh, yeah, you somehow got your parents' like address or the P.O. box. It's on my door. Oh, he would also mail letters to me from upstairs. <laughs> With a stamp? Yep. And I went to the post office and everything? Well, I'm sure he put it in the drop box, and the guy was like, oh, well, I'm sure the guy didn't notice. The mail person didn't right. notice. They just take it all. And so it went through the whole system. <laughs> Did he ever leave, like, did he ever slide it underneath your door? He would tape it. I There was a big uh, metal, like, protection door, so you oh. couldn't get to the door behind it. Right. Oh, I see, I see. So like he would that, tape it onto that door. That screen door. Yeah. The hardcore metal screen door. Um. So, you and then you read that, that crazy letter that he sent no. to your parents. What were some other crazy examples of like when he like exuded his craziness on you? Um, I remember there was one like crazy thing where he like blocked you from going to work. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I originally moved in there into the apartment complex with a girl and we had a one bedroom apartment and then she left. She went back home. Um, but I was using the parking space until I found out that the parking space was like only for that apartment. And then when someone moved in there, they needed the parking space. So I didn't have a parking space. So the crazy Japanese man said I could have his parking space. Of course. Uh, Cause he didn't have a car. Right. Cause who would let him drive? Yeah. You but now you're in, now you're in debt to him. <laughs> right. So like I owed him for using his parking space. Um, but one time I, I was trying to drive to work and I, I don't know what I had done to like piss him off the night before or like that morning. If I like ignored him when I was trying to get to my car, I, at this point I already didn't like him. So 
This was close to the end, actually. This okay. was when I was trying to get out of there. Um, and so he put his foot under my wheel. And what did he say? <laughs> I back out. Was he standing behind your car or was he standing off to the side with his foot sticking out? He was standing off. Yeah, he was standing. It was He was at the front driver's side wheel with his foot underneath it. Oh, so, so like he was, if like I standing, out, he was I standing next to the window, the driver's side window. Yeah, yeah. So when I opened the door, the door was between me and him, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, so he literally, like, I didn't want to touch him. I didn't want to get in trouble. Like, right. if I tried to pull him out, he would fall down and pretend to break a hip and I'd get in trouble. Right. So, like, I refused to touch him. And so I had to call the cops. Did you stay in the car? Um, why well, I had opened the door and I was like taking pictures of him. Wait, um, why did you open the door? Why didn't you just roll the window down? Uh, well, I was trying to take pictures of him. Oh. I don't know. I don't know why I didn't just open the or, window. Or did the window not work? <laughs> Is that possible? No, this was a new, this was one after I got my new car. That's how I know that I was about to leave because I had saved up to get a new car so I could drive away because <laughs> my old car was broken. <laughs> um, so it was a functioning car. Wait, did he say anything to you? Like why he was doing this? He was just, uh, I think he was just like, why don't you talk to me? Why don't you talk to me? Why don't you talk to me? Right. Um, but I called the cops. The police station was literally across the street. Right. Um, so cops came hey, wait, and they like, did you, like when you, did yeah. you call 911 or did you call the police station? I called like the, uh, non-emergency. I had called it once before at this point. Oh, on him. Yeah. And so, so we'll go back to that. But so like when you uh, got them on the phone, like, do you remember what you said? Like word for word? Um, just there's like a man that won't let me leave work. He's put his foot under the card. <laughs> so then they came and then like what happened? Um, they grabbed his ass and threw him against the wall. Oh man. It was amazing. This is like pre like YouTube police brutality. Well, they actually, they, that wasn't the first thing they did. Oh. They like tried to talk to him and he like refused to move for them. Uh, like pure crazy. So then they grabbed him. And then, and then mm -hmm. and that's like pure crazy right there when you're like completely defiant. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's the cop. And then the, did they arrest him or like, uh, th they didn't arrest him. Um, they like held him against that wall and while they were talking to me and they were like, you can probably, uh, get a restraining order or you need to report this so that, if you need a restraining order, like in the future, he was like, you could probably get a restraining order for this. So, so they weren't like, as soon as they like pulled him off, they were like, they weren't like, go, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they were holding him against the wall. So I could leave was after they like talked to me was about he that. struggling as they held him. No, oh. no, not at all. He was just there. And he knew that you were calling the cops. Yep. And he still yeah. didn't move. That's crazy. No. He knew that they knew that he lived above you. Yeah. So they knew everything. Um, the other time I had called the cops, they never came. <laughs> um, I like called to cancel them like an hour later. But so all of that was recorded also like in the history.
So I, I like told the guys like I've called the cops on this guy before. Did he have a record prior to you? Um, I don't know about a record. So after I left, I went back. I left with like a month left in my lease or whatever. Like I had just paid rent. So I had a month left because I was like, I'll have time to like go back and get my stuff. Right. And so when I returned my key, well, first off, it was a couple weeks after I first left and, um, I came back, I had a futon and like a desk that I couldn't take in my car, you know? So you needed a bigger um, truck. Yeah. So I left it for later. And when I came back, everything was gone. And apparently he, uh, he had told the maintenance guy that I took his stuff and that stuff was his. What? (laughs) So they like opened the door for him and he went in and took all the, my stuff that was left that, I mean, Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. So I was pretty angry at the apartment people because they should not have done that. Right. That's like not even, they didn't even, what kind of, what is that? That doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. He, he was, so also I had left my car, my old car that was broken down. I left that there and he told everybody that that was his car. (laughs) And everyone just believed him. The crazy old Japanese dude. Yeah. I tried to donate the car to like one of those organizations where you donate cars. We've done that before. Yeah. So I didn't have, I didn't have any of the paperwork with me. So when I called the place, they were like, do you have the paperwork? And I was like, it's actually in the car. And I was like, I can't go back there though. So can you just like get it out of the car? Usually they're like pretty accommodating. So the guy, because I couldn't get the paperwork and I refused to be there when he picked it up, like they wouldn't take it. Is that when you sold it to Carlos? That's how Carlos. Oh yeah. That's funny. He wasn't scared. Yeah, I think if you had done it, because what did he buy it off you for like a couple hundred dollars or something or $50? Yeah, I think it was $20 maybe. (laughs) If you had donated it, you would have gotten a $500 tax write-off at minimum. (laughs) Um, That was also the time I wasn't too concerned with taxes at that point. (laughs) I think I owed like $7,000 from the year before. Right, and so that would have been a $500 (laughs) write-off. Or like, cause then what they do is it's a minimum of $500 and then yeah. if they take it to auction and then whatever they sell it for, if it's more than that, then they'll send you something for like right. an additional write off. Well, I got $20 for it Well, <laughs> or whatever good. I got. I don't even know. <laughs> so, I, I just read somewhere that there has to be like an exchange of goods for it to be legal. If I just like gifted it to them, there would have been different. Oh, well, then he would have had to pay a gift tax or something. Right. That's why people people sell things for a dollar. Yeah. I uh, remember my dad sold my mom the his company for a dollar when I was a kid. It's considered a non-arm's length transaction. Ah. Ah. Yeah. Fancy. So then that was like the final straw. Uh. I was already trying to leave, so it was uh, just more motivation to get out quicker. Did this guy like ever raise his voice while yelling at you? Um, no, he was always kind of he was always really quiet. 
And like every time I didn't want to talk to him, it would be like it would make him sad more than mad, I think. And he had like a look of like despair. Yeah. And it didn't work on you. No, not a, not not after a while. No. Um, so what was the first time that you called the cops on him? Uh, okay, so I'm trying to think through the whole situation. Remember I talked about last time how I had taken a bunch of knives from him? Yes. So I had like an envelope full of knives, like pocket knives and things. I think it had to do with that. He like came back to get them back from me. Yeah. And I wouldn't give them back. Um, Which had to have been such like a crazy exchange in the first place. Like I can only picture him talking through that like heavy metal screen door and being like, give me my knives back. (laughs) And that was the thing. Like I had that door so I could actually talk to him. And um, so it was something like that. And he came down and this is like, he had told me like every day for a year that he was dying and um, he had, like, gone away to die in Thailand, and then he came back, like, from the, three days later. From the dead? Um, what? Came back from the dead? No, he wasn't really dying. Oh. He was just, like, trying to get me to be sad or whatever. I thought maybe he was, like, it. secretly, like, Vince Neil. <laughs> died and came back. No. Um, not that I know okay. of. But so I always looked at him as a super frail guy. But in that moment, um, like I opened the door to give him his knives maybe. And he like grabbed the door and yanked it open with like so much strength that it's it like really scared me. I was like, I thought this was like a frail old man and I'm a big like burly dude. And he totally went Mr. Miyagi on you. He did. And so he got in my apartment and wouldn't leave. <laughs> okay, hold on. Hold yeah. on. I have one other question yeah. before we get back to this. Okay. You said he told you every single day for a year that he was dying. How long did you know him for? Or like how long were you in the situation for? I would I it was a good over a year. Okay. All right. Um Okay, so then he got into your apartment. And then he just wouldn't leave. He, I mean, where did he sit down? There was nowhere to sit down in that apartment. He just, yeah, he just stood there. Like at the door? Or did he, like, get inside? Or? Uh, he was a little inside. He didn't, like, walk around or anything. But I just... It was another situation where I didn't want to, like, touch him and get in trouble. Right. So I was literally... I just kept saying... Please leave. Please can you leave. Please can you leave. Please can you leave. Like, over and over. And so then... He was there. It was a weird, like a work night and it was really late and I called the cops and I was just on hold with the cops and I was just like, please, can you leave? Please, can you leave? And the lady like heard me doing there's that. Certain, I think there's certain like municipalities or like certain police stations in California because it's like so understaffed that like you get put on hold or like you get the voicemail. This was, they were like across the street. I was like, please just send somebody. And then, like, how did you get him to leave? Or how long was he um, there he for? Eventually left on his how long own. was he? He didn't care that I called the cops at all. How long was he there for? Um, I want to say at least an hour. Holy shit. Yeah. You didn't even try to do any, like, kind of trickery on him? Like, 
I, like, all right. So thinking back to the situation, Mr. Miyagi, man. No, like, so thinking in this situation, obviously this is like hindsight, right? But like, when you right. gave him the knives back, you should have been like, all right, take five steps back so I can slide it out the door, and then like you slide it out and shut the door really fast. That's like that was your first mistake. <laughs> and then, like when he's in your apartment to get him out, you should have been like, oh, like. It maybe right, maybe I was wrong. Let's go talk about it in your apartment because my apartment's so small. And then you just get him out and then you shut the door really fast. Yeah, I, I didn't think think that deeply about it, I guess. And all right, this is completely unrelated, but like like whenever I'm in like a urinal, like in a public bathroom, I get these like weird scenarios in my head, like what if I'm attacked from behind? Oh, and man. I always think of like what I would do. Yeah, what would you do? I don't know why, but, like, it always becomes a very, like, homosexual thing. Oh, man. <laughs> like, someone's, like, attacking me to, like, try to rape me from behind. Uh-huh. And, like, I am always, like, my move would be to, like, feign interest and then, uh-huh. like, use that to, like, get away. Like, I would be like, hey, man, it's cool. I'm into it. And then, like, use that to get away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, best of luck to you. <laughs> Luckily, that kind of thing doesn't really happen. No, I know that. But, like, what I'm saying is, like, how it relates to this situation is that, like, you could have feigned, like, you know, being sorry and being, like, let's go to your place. Yeah. And then he would have left. Yeah. Where were you when I needed you <laughs> all those years ago? Yeah, instead of calling the cops, you should have called me. <laughs> oh, man. So then when he left, like, what happened? Like, how did he get him to leave? Um, I think eventually he just left. I, I, it could have been, there's so many little details that I don't remember clearly, but it could have been like, okay, I'll have dinner with you tomorrow. It could have been something like that. Right. And then like we'll tomorrow, it's weird because like, if this was like really late and he's an old person, like, why isn't he in bed? No, he literally, he would stay up all night. I told you the story last night, how he would stay up and like blast the music through the floor right. and throw knives at me <laughs> from his apartment. So, yeah, that's kind of crazy. Um, so the other reason why you potentially might not remember things aside from falling down the stairs is that, <laughs> is that at some point he, you told me that he was like poisoning things that he was giving to you. I don't think you mentioned that in the podcast last week. Okay. I couldn't remember if we told the story. I don't think you did. Um, so, what was the first? Yeah, we totally did. did. We or was I telling you? No, you told me separately. I think, like off podcast. All right. All right. What was the, what um, was the first instance that you like got the like you you caught a whiff of him doing something? So the first time I know that it happened, like I didn't know in the moment that it happened. It wasn't until later when it happened the second time. That I was like, oh, that time he did the same thing. And which was what was um, that? So the second time, um, it was I was taking the bus to work because my car was broken and I didn't have the new car yet. So I would have to like walk like half a mile to the bus stop, and he would always be there in the morning with coffee and like snacks and stuff. And this is when you already had like a bad feeling about him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but not that bad of a feeling, you know? <laughs> right. Um, and so what did the coffee, what did the coffee come in? Uh, like a travel cup. That, did, that was thing, his. a disposable travel cup. 
What? So it had like a lid. Why did he have disposable travel cups? I I actually was thinking about this recently because I used to buy those all the time, like the paper ones. Huh. It was terrible. Yeah, because you can just buy one plastic but, one for ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do now. At Starbucks, you can get uh, the ones that look like Starbucks but cups, it's ceramic, <laughs> and they're like. No, they're plastic, oh. but they're like $2, and then you get 10% off the rest of your life. Oh, that's pretty good. I have like 10 of those. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then what snacks would he give you with this? Um, he would he would literally like make – oh, I used to take pictures of it every day. Um, but it would be like a little baggie, and it would have like an apple and some other stuff in it. Not usually – I really, um, I really like those cakes that have the red bean paste in them. They're like sweet. It's like a Japanese. Food. Yeah, no, that's Asian. Like, um, I know what you're talking. It's like the red bean paste cake, yeah. the moon cakes or something. Yeah, but they're sweet. Yeah. It's like a right. It's uh, so it would be like one of those. Was the apple whole or was it like cut? Yeah, it would be a whole yeah. apple. And so he basically gave you like um, a, a lunch bag. Like a little snack bag, yeah. Um, like I, I wasn't, I didn't like him at this point, right? So, and I, I remember never eating anything, and I would take pictures of it because it was so weird. Was it? But for some reason, I drank the coffee this day because I really needed coffee. <laughs> so you didn't always drink the coffee. I don't think so. Usually, I feel like I, maybe this was after that even, but I would take it to the bus stop with me and then throw it away at the bus stop. But he would follow me as far as he could to watch so me. So would he follow you or he would he like walk with you like next to you? No, he would follow behind like me. 10 feet behind you? Yeah, this was like Santa Monica Boulevard and Sepulveda. So it's like crazy busy like main streets, not like a highway obviously. Right, but like a main thoroughfare. But so he would Yeah, so I think he would stay like a few blocks behind me and watch me till I turned on to Sepulveda. Do you think he ever saw you throw the stuff away? That's why I held it for so long was so that he wouldn't see me. <laughs> Cause you saw him. Right. Otherwise I would have just thrown it away, like right outside. And then, so like you drank the coffee and then what happened? So, and Carlos was there. I was working next to Carlos. Right. Um, and maybe he has a memory of this, but, um, I was like nodding off at work. Like I couldn't keep my eyes open and I was just like, like not lying my head down, but like really woozy, just like nodding. Like, and I was like, I got to sleep, <laughs> but then I got up and I was like, oh man. And I like ran to the trash can and just started throwing up in the trash can, like in the middle. It was like a, there was like eight people in the room, you know, like a, one of those tech places with all the, it was desks all together in the room. It was like explosive puke. Yeah. And it was, it was actually not, it was just kind of clean. It was like a throw up, throw up. Okay. I'm done throwing up. And then I was like, oh, I feel I feel fine now. Because your body expelled whatever yeah. you threw in there. So it wasn't like something else is how I wonder if it, but you never figured out like what it was. I didn't I don't know what he put in there. But that made me think the falling asleep and stuff made me think of the time that 
that happened right after I had eaten his food. For dinner? Yeah. Did you fall asleep in your apartment? Was he? Do you think he was trying to like drug you so that you would fall asleep in his apartment? Yes. <laughs> That's what I think. Um, and so I ate dinner. I, I still, like, I can still taste it. It was, uh, like curry. Right. From the cube. Oh. It's like cube curry. Like the bouillon cubes. Yeah. And you can get it at the Japanese shops, but it's like not really Japanese food. It's like Indian food. Yeah. And you can totally hide stuff inside of the curry sauce. Oh yeah. Easily. And so I ate the dinner, the curry, and it was like six or whatever at dinner time. And I went downstairs and I passed out completely and fell asleep for probably an hour or two. Did you remember like when you were in his apartment, like, oh man, I need to get out of here or anything? Or did it, it didn't kick in yet? I remember just being really sleepy and being like, I got to go, I got to go sleep. Do you remember if he was trying to be like, oh no, just sit over here for a second. I don't remember that. But after I woke up, I went back to his apartment. I, I, I was just so out of it. I went and sat on his couch and watched the angels game oh. with him. Oh, God. And I like, I usually I was like super uncomfortable being in there. Oh, man. But this time I was like, yeah, let's hang out like for chill. I wonder what he put in there. I don't know what it could have been, man. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he put like weed in there or something. That's kind of what it felt like, maybe. I mean, so this happened to me one time, but it wasn't because someone like drugged me. I think I had I had run a lot on a Saturday or something, and I took some ibuprofen before I went out for the night, which I completely forgot that I had taken it, and then I drank beers. And at some point during the night, like this is like a it was at it was at a party for one of Melissa's friends. And I had like maybe two beers and they were talking, this is like the joke where like they were talking about like China cabinets or something like that. And I just like slumped over and I like joked about like how the conversation was so boring that I like passed out. But like, I remember being, I can hear everything, but like I couldn't stand up. And like, I remember Melissa like having to like support my weight basically. And so I think it's probably something like that where like Uh I couldn't control my limbs And I don't know really what happened aside from like potentially like I mixed ibuprofen with beer, alcohol, but even that, I don't know if that's what happened. And then I couldn't, I couldn't even drive home. Like Melissa had to drive me back. Oh wow. Yeah. Like I couldn't stand, I couldn't physically stand up for like at least 20 to 30 minutes. And like my heart rate was like super slow. That's scary stuff. Yeah. It was really weird, but I was like still like (laughs) mentally, I was still with it. Like I could hold a conversation kind of. But it was just very like lethargic. Yeah, that's kind of how it felt. I think, yeah, <laughs> similar. So then, at that so he only poisoned you twice that I know of. Yeah, um, that I had that exact reaction to, like both times of being like super sleepy. This first time I didn't throw up, obviously, and then the second time. But then after that happened, were you like, well, how long did it take before you realized it was him? Okay, so the coffee, I went back that night when I got home and I went to his apartment and I, oh man. (laughs) So I didn't accuse him. I just told him, I was like, after I drank that coffee you gave me this morning, I got really sick and he freaked out 
And the fir- I don't know the one of the first things he said was I would never kill you. <laughs> what? And then like how much he loved me, he was like I love you, I love you, I would never hurt you. What? So he totally um, gave you something and was like, oh man, like I didn't mean to give you that much. Yeah, it was like too much. I'm surprised you even said anything. Um, I would have went in like stealth and I would have been like, yeah, everything's fine. And then like when he went to the bathroom or something, I would like go through all of his things. Yeah. Um, so I think had I put it together the other time that that happened, I would have been like more accusatory or like known that this is what happened, but it was just kind of out of the blue and I wanted to see what he would say. And he totally said the crazy psychotic thing. Yeah. And then he started saying that he would kill himself. <laughs> if he, he said he would kill himself before he would let me get hurt. Kind of is the message. This is yeah. like a, and this is like a horror movie. You could totally write a movie. Yeah. So that was one of the many times that he like held a knife to himself. Okay. All right. <laughs> like describe one of those instances. Well, I mean, this is all coming back to me in, in the moment. Um, but this might be like the start of when I took all his knives actually because right. he was threatening to kill himself with them. And so like when he was like, Oh, I would kill myself before I would let anything happen to you. And then what he would like grab a knife and then hold it to his neck or something. Yeah. And it was the pocket knife. Remember not the kitchen. Right. knife. And then he would like hold it to his neck or something. Not, not his neck. He would hold it. <laughs> what is the, uh, the Japanese, oh, like the, the samurai, the Harry Carey, like holding it to his stomach. Yeah. Like he would hold it to his gut, like pointing towards his gut and then yeah. being like, I'm going to kill myself. Yep. Um, also the other, <laughs> these apartments didn't have air conditioning and it was like Los Angeles so in the summer. Sweaty. So he was always wearing like button up shirts, unbuttoned, <laughs> With no shirts underneath. <laughs> That was just a detail I just remembered. I mean, I thought you were going to say, like, he had, like, a wife beater on. No. So he had an unbuttoned shirt with his stomach exposed. Yep. <laughs> and he would hold, like, knives to himself. And then what would you say? Like, hold on, let this inning be over first. <laughs> <laughs> I never wanted to be there watching baseball. I never wanted to be there in, like, long situations. Except for that one time when you went back. <laughs> Oh, right. Well, drug me and anything can happen. <laughs> we can talk about that. Separately. So then what did you say? Like, no, please stop. No, I was, yeah, I can't remember. I don't remember ever trying to like talk him out of it. <laughs> like, please do it so I can leave. That's what I really was thinking probably. Oh man. Um, but I did take his knives away from him. Right. So... How many times do you think he he attempted that or, like, put on the show for you? Towards the end, it was happening quite a bit. Like, every time? More more often than threatening to kill himself, he would just say, I'm dying. Right, with, like, no explanation. Right. Like, he would go to the hospital all the time and then come back from the hospital and say he was dying. But he was just, like, going to get the, like, wristband at the hospital. So he was faking things. I was going to say, how did you know he went to the hospital? But he got the wristband. Yeah, the wristband. So he would come back and show me the wristband and be like, why didn't you come find me? I mean, like, so I vaguely remember the setup of the apartments. Like, you had, like, outdoor entryways. 
like your your front door of your apartment like led out to the outside there was like no inner hallways right so where yeah were, were there other people <laughs> like you had other neighbors right? yeah um Oh, this was actually a story I was getting to earlier. When I went back to turn in my keys, um, the landlord lady, not really a landlord, like a manager, they were off site. But I I told her all the things that had been happening. And she was like, oh, we've gotten complaints from other people (laughs) like in the past. And like she said her son, um, who was like, I think a little mentally handicapped maybe. And like he lived there still at like 50 years old. Right. Kind of. Um, And she said that he did weird things to him. To him? (laughs) Yeah. Like the same uh, psycho thing to him. Have you, when was the last time you went back or was that it? That that was it. Like, do we know what Um, happened to this guy? Nope. Does he? Does he have? Carlos was the last one that was near him. So, but, does he have um, a Facebook? <laughs> he would be pushing ninety now. Yeah, I mean, ninety-year-olds have Facebooks. Yeah, look him up. I'll give you his does, name afterwards. Does Carlos live close enough where he can stop by? On him. Yeah, we should. We should. Uh, he doesn't live close at all, but we should make him do it anyway. <laughs> Um, so you sent me a picture of that, like envelope with quarters taped to it. Yeah. What? I'm going to take these quarters off, man. Oh, some yeah. money. What is that? And what does it say? I can't even re- read it. Um, I can't. So, so it's an envelope. It's like not an envelope he sent me. It's like a bill he got in the mail and right. then he took the envelope and he taped six quarters to them in a row. Yeah. And he wrote first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and then whatever symbol that is for the sixth one. Yeah, spiral. Right. And it says, like, final 25 cents. I got eight, nine, 12. Oh! Oh, man, I know what this is. Oh, man. I'm surprised that you even were able to read final 25 cents. I couldn't make that out. Um, I... I see the 25 cents. I don't know for sure that that word means final. It looks but it looks like final. Or finish or something. Yeah. So what is the story? Okay. So this is the last time I was doing laundry in that apartment building. So I was doing laundry and I was packing up and I was, um, I was slowly like filling up my car um, with stuff, which he had noticed at this point. So... I wasn't being that stealthy, right. but I would like go out at night and like take a load. Um, so I was going to do laundry one last time and like then pack up all my clothes and go. And um, I didn't have enough quarters. Oh God, you asked him for quarters? No, 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 no. <laughs> Halfway through, like I knew I needed quarters. Um, but I was... I was like walking back and forth and he was in the laundry room and I went and I was like, what are you doing? And he was like really shy and like nervous and he knew he got caught and he had taken a pair of my underwear out of the dryer and he had put it like in his jacket pocket. Oh God. Okay. 
So that's what, and so then I was doing, still doing laundry. So I took my underwear back, but this, this brought everything full circle. Like when he said he loved me, he loved me. Right. Like it wasn't like a brotherly love. No, it was a very sexual love. Yes. Um, but so I was sitting like on the stoop reading a book while my laundry was doing going, but I had to go get quarters. Right. And so after I took, I, I was like, I'm walking to the bank. I didn't tell him. I just started walking to the bank and he started chasing me. <laughs> and like we, he thought I was going to the police station <laughs> because I walked by the police station to get there. Right. Um, and then when he saw that I was just going to the bank, he kept following me. And um, right as I was going into the bank, he like called me out or whatever. And I stopped and he handed me, I was like, I'm getting quarters. <laughs> and he handed me like money to get quarters for him. What? Like to pretend that that's why he was following me to get quarters also. And he was like, "Like, oh, you can pick up quarters for me also then. Here's $2. And then like a pair of your underwear fell out of his sleeve. No, I had already found the underwear. So he was freaking out that I was going to the cops to like turn in him in for stealing my underwear. But then when he found out I was just going to the bank, he was like, oh, then I need to go to the bank as well. Um, on the way back from the bank, I gave him his like $2 and quarters and then I just started walking back. He fell down in the middle of the street, like screaming to come help him. And I just kept walking. And uh, like fire trucks came for him. Yep. Um, a firefighter called me What? on the phone and was like, we have this guy here. He's saying he needs you. And I told the firefighter, I was like, he's faking it. <laughs> And I'm not like coming to pick him up. What? And then I was, was gone. That was it. I was gone shortly after that. I would have just taken dirty clothes with me. Right. Well, stuff was wet at that point. <laughs> what does this say on the envelope? This is very something. Maybe important. Important. This is very important. So, but I don't get it. Like, so he gave you this envelope with quarters taped to them. So I think this is him, like, reminding me of that and saying that that's why he got the quarters or something, maybe. Like, go, the final go to bank deposit. For, oh, yeah. So weird. Are you saving all these pictures? I mean, they're in, like, the cloud somewhere, I'm sure. Uh, you should. You didn't take those quarters off, did you? No, man, I, it's a dollar fifty. This is like this could be the the masterpiece of your art exhibit. Yeah, I was just thinking. He also sent me like a birthday check, like after I was gone to my parents' house. So I'm gonna find that and cash well, that. You should. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure you could maybe Google information from that that check to see if he's dead. Also, you're probably not gonna get any money. I bet that check will bounce. Will I get in trouble? The bank might charge you something if there's no fee. It might be an insufficient fee or insufficient fund charge. I just pulled out an envelope. I don't know what was inside of it, but the back of the envelope says, "I am very struggle. 
because you left it for me. Why, why, why? Was it like written in blood? <laughs> no. Did you ever take any pictures of this guy? Um, I don't think I did. Oh, that also. I had a picture of him with his foot under my car right. that I sent to people at work to be like, I'm late. <laughs> this is why I'm late. So, so I sent that to Carlos, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> So these photos, are they all digital or are there any like film ones? No, no, nothing film. I still hold by the sentiment of if you print these photos out and you frame them, there is a place in a MoMA somewhere. You, they would dedicate an entire wing to this. Wait, no, I don't. I don't have photos anymore. I just have all the letters. Well, you also have those pictures of him putting his. F- no, I, I don't know where the, those are on old. Uh, oh, ooh, I found the check. It's a hundred dollar check, man. <laughs> he's he's some, he's if you deposit that, he's somehow going to figure out how to find you. No, so like I needed this hundred dollars. <laughs> you know, this is from seven thirty thirteen. There's no uh, no way that that's like still going to work. So I was like, I'm going to send this to someone like in a different state. And have them cash it. Yeah, you can send it to Michigan, and I'll charge you a twenty percent fee. Okay. <laughs> that also then all those that that needs video. to be like framed. It's a it's a nice little card lying on the grass, watching the clouds float by is never a waste of time, especially when I'm with you. Did he write anything? Yeah, he wrote to Big Brother Chad. Did, was he was this guy like a little bit mentally impaired? No, he would no, I don't think so. Oh, I got another. Like he spoke fine? I mean, except for his accent, yeah. Huh. Like he he was way more there than he let on. Uh this is what else it says. Big hugs but impossible dream. Oh. Like circling me, especially when I'm with you. Happy birthday to you today, tomorrow, and what years left. It- of your life. Do you think he was like secretly Happy forever always light? He was like what? do you think he was like secretly pining for the day that you were like gonna like go in there and like just make sweet love to him? <laughs> I don't know if he wanted sweet love. So okay, um Oh man, I'm not gonna think of the name, of course. But he he was like a domestic servant, like his whole life. Okay. Um, or not his whole life. He worked in a hotel and then he was like a private, like Butler to famous people in Hollywood or in Japan. Yeah. In Hollywood. So he's, and I can't, he always talked about like a big composer, John Williams. He always said like a table that he had was from John Williams, but that's such a generic name that I never like asked him if he met the John Williams or just like some other rich guy named John Williams. And this is like assuming he was telling the truth. Right. 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 Yeah. I don't I don't know how you tell that (laughs) stuff, but I I think this, I I think you got to like do some more like investigating on what he's up to now. This was a really, really traumatic time (laughs) and it's been like five years now. And some of these memories are not very pleasant. <laughs> I remember when you told me and I kind of laughed and brushed it off, like whatever. I didn't, I don't think I realized like actually how serious it was. Right. 
because I was at the apartment yeah. and you told me this and I just kind of laughed it off like haha old Asian or old Japanese dude that hates Asian guys <laughs> and then I think at some point later on you told me about you had texted me or said something about remember that old guy I was telling you about he like totally put his foot underneath my tire yeah and even then I was like maybe I sent you the picture too and you just missed it no, I don't think you did what year was that um, I just realized after I left there, um, I didn't use my real address. I got a P.O. box in L.A. Yeah. Um, close to work. So he sent letters to my old apartment that got forwarded to this P.O. box. And did you pick them up? Yeah. So that's so it has like the notify sender of new address. Hopefully they don't do that. <laughs> did you? See? But it was a P.O. box. Did he ever send you things besides letters, like packages? Um, so I got, yeah, I don't know if he sent this. Hold on. I got a, I got a package of Kleenex with Eeyore on them that says "Think Happy." <laughs> That's not what I was looking for, though. Oh man, this is a really big bag. Oh, this is weird. What is this stuff? I don't even know. Also, when you go through these things, do you wear gloves and a mask? <laughs> yeah, there could be poison in these. Yeah, there could be like ricin in there. Yeah. Here's hoping. So I I don't remember these at all, but they're like little coin bags, like Japanese looking coin bags. Is it like fabric leather? Oh, this is a... This is Thailand, my friend sent me with silk. So it's a so like, silk satchel. Yeah. They're really pretty. <laughs> they're like tainted with bad memories. Maybe they're worth money though. Yeah, but this all goes. Oh, this is, oh, he sent. Oh my God. I didn't know I actually had this stuff. He sent all this stuff to my mom. Um, this from Sunday Market. It's like a silk. Uh, tapestry um so do you think we need like a part two crazy japanese neighbor episode i mean i got so many stories still <laughs> i we'll see what people if people think it's crazy and want to hear more we'll give it to them all right because we're totally gonna surpass our last longest episode ever yeah we can go all right well that's um all right, let's let's shoot to do episode part two next week. Oh, we might have a a special a special event this weekend to share too. Oh, okay. Like right? this is like total yeah, this is like total bonus bonus content. We might have some bonus coverage. Yeah. So hold on to your butts. All right. Well, um, do you have a shortish letter to read? No, I think I read enough. <laughs> okay. Um, he sent me a lot of pens. Nice ones. And I, I really like pens. <laughs> I need pens in the house. Should I use them? All right, I'm going to read a cringeworthy moment, and then we can go into the, the, right. the Joe Chaos. Sounds good. Um, I'm, like, running low. These are, like... Already? Yeah, these are, like, these are, like not very good. I think I, like, went to the good ones. Uh, one time during fifth grade recess, I got hit in the head with a kickball. I turned to a girl and said it knocked the sperm around. It hit my head. 
I hit my head that sits on my neck, which is nowhere near my sperm. I think I saw an episode of The Simpsons where they showed Homer's sperm in his head. The girl didn't even bother to laugh. That is super cringy, man. Yeah. Good job, little Morris. Um, in the immortal words of Geo Chaos, the world is going to shit. I don't believe in God or heaven. Still applicable in 2018. Yes. I think I've read that one. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter at How Do We Get Here PC. Rate and subscribe on iTunes. And yeah, we'll see you next week with part two of the Crazy Japanese Neighbor episode and potential bonus content from the upcoming Memorial Day weekend. Yay.